Okay, just because everybody's very high emotions right now, we're all trying to, <laughs> trying to come down and breathe, collect ourselves. Oh. A lot has gone on. We're going to start with something completely non-related to hockey, just to, <laughs> ooh, okay, because we always do. Tonight's no Musa. So this one is long enough that I had to just do it as audio, but that's totally okay. Um, as long as you can believe that someone is actually doing Belief. This. This is um, some girl. You've probably seen this if uh, if you're on TikTok, but um, <clears throat> this is new to us. This is a girl doing imitations of a seagull, and um, <laughs> it's scary accurate. Seagull accent challenge. <laughs> so number one. Number two. Number three. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Get away from my french fries. You're rats with wings. Number seven. <laughs> that what is a person. Four? I don't know. It kind of hurt my ears. But, um, <laughs> so... Unfortunately, I can't show the video because it's too long, but these are actually all like written out in insane characters and she's somehow reading these and interpreting them <laughs> as sounds. I don't know, man. People are freaky good at doing animal sounds. There's you should have had pigeons instead because that's what the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning are tonight, boys. Bye. That was, that was Matt Martin, uh, wasn't it? That video where he goes, <laughs> someone does that like, caw, caw. <laughs> I remember, you remember that? It was like, ah! it, it, maybe it wasn't him, but he was on the video of like, it was like a video that was circulating like what, circa 2016, 2017, even 2015 probably. That's how old it might have been. Where it's like best hockey chirps or best hockey fights. And like one of them was like, oh no, no, Matt Martin was on that video, but he says, go comb your hair. <laughs> go, <laughs> go dye your hair. I think that's what it was. Something stupid like that. But that was so funny that that whole go look it up if you haven't seen it like i'm sure everybody has but yeah best hockey chirps this has got to be like an old video now like almost fu fucking eight years ago yeah. uh, um so before before we jump into this it's birthday week all around happy birthday to uh viewers of the show here happy birthday to cali cartel longtime listener Woo! and discord member friend of the show happy birthday to beaner and happy birthday to darty broder like everybody's got birthdays this week it's crazy so darty how are you celebrating? I went to Niagara Falls and uh, I did a little bit of uh, gambling. And I'll let you know now that I didn't lose. I don't think I made money because if you hey. if you if you actually calculate the costs of driving to the Niagara Falls and then the hotel room and all that jazz and all the money I spent on food, I definitely lost money there. But when it came to actually gambling, <laughs> I probably broke pretty even. So you know, I call that a win. Hey, that's if it's the cost of gambling, then that's it's fun and you don't lose money. That's what it's about, right? That's doing Anything pretty on top good. Of that's a bonus. <laughs> that's uh, basically how I did at the VLTs the one time I went here in in uh, Newfoundland, as I've heard it called by Americans, which is interesting. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so uh, something happened in Tampa Bay tonight. There was Tornado a, uh, warning. Is I was going to say okay? there was a tornado warning. Dude, you read my mind. Ugh. There was a tornado Tor. warning. Tor. Tor. Emphasize the T-O-R. Tornado warning. 
Yeah, because um, Toronto came through, and uh, holy shit, guys, we're going to Toronto! Hi, this is Mike Ross, public address announcer for your Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup, Roscoe, the Fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast. Holy fucking shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, what can so we say but that they Roscoe, make our fucking dreams Beaner, come true? It's Beaner, it's it's Darty. <laughs> you make our dreams come true, man. Uh, there's... Uh, I can't even... 19 years, guys. <laughs> like, it's just... I was in Darty or Roscoe wasn't even born then. I like, shut up. I was in fourth grade. Okay. I was, I was graduating high school. Yeah, I was uh yeah, I wasn't. Darty and I were like just, you know, playing soccer on the field and asking dad what the score was the next morning because we couldn't stay up late enough. Like <laughs> you know. But I I can't legitimately I had a couple of tears rolling down my eyes after this. I was so overwhelmed. I can't fucking believe we did this. And I'm so proud of the boys. This this, this time I, in 2004, Johnny and I were probably worried about who we were going to slow dance to Stairway to Heaven with at our first uh, elementary school dance. That's probably <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. You had I was getting the bars four? with fake ID. I I was holding the bunny ears to the TV in my bedroom out in the country watching <laughs> Jeremy Roenick break my heart. <sighs> oh, oh man. But like real talk, Darty, you had school dances in grade four. Uh, honestly, I can't remember when they first started, but I definitely definitely had them. Like, I if they weren't in school, I remember the community the community wow. dances too. Like, they usually started around like grade five, grade six, right? So, oh, you you're from one of those places where there were just like the community ones outside of the schools that everybody uh, used to. Those were the real hype ones where people like start drinking <laughs> early. Yeah. <laughs> what the much music video dance parties? No, I'm talking like. There's some of those schools where you're not allowed to do any dances or anything, so it's like some local place that does them instead. I don't know about if there was like a community center or something. Yeah, yeah, where there's like the school that's not allowed to actually have prom, so someone just holds it somewhere else and everyone gets trashed. Like it's not fixing the problem. (laughs) The school just doesn't want the liability themselves. Hundred percent. Anyway. yeah, I uh, I I still can't process it. Like, I watched it happen. The puck went in. Everybody celebrated, and I still I can't like. I don't even know who we're playing yet. I think that's part of it. It's just like, what is happening? This hasn't happened yet in my in my adult life. So, you know, what was all your celebrations? Area. Sorry, like mine ran around the living room kitchen about four times. Just couldn't breathe, screaming. What about you boys? Well, I, because I'm alone in Newfoundland, I, uh, I called my girlfriend um, saying I can't breathe. And she was kind of confused because she knew I was watching the game, but like, I don't think she got what was happening. Uh, she was a little freaked out. But uh, Sorry, then I text, texted my dad to uh, when, you know, the discord groups and everything, just everybody that I've been virtually watching the game with just like, Oh my, like just mostly uh, mashing the keyboard. Cause I couldn't actually get any words out, but uh, what about you guys? I threw my hat. I, uh, 
when 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 Poppy scored his first goal, my cat was sitting beside me on the couch, and I swear to God, when I looked over, he was about thirty feet away from me, his ears <laughs> completely back, giving me the mine too, exact same um, thing. But with about nine minutes left, or not nine, probably about six minutes left in the third, Patrick had to go upstairs to bed. Sonia came back from a little night out. And uh, yeah, so his room is directly above me where I am right now, so I couldn't be too loud. I just tossed my hat in celebration and disbelief and chugged a beer. Had a boy. Yeah, so for um, I get first half of the game, I was I was at the gym, but uh, there's a big screen TV that I was watching it on, and I felt like as soon as Matthew scored, I was I was. I was pretty much going to shout, but I was like, nah, I'm going to bite my tongue. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that weird old guy at the gym, just like, like, like just screaming on top of my lungs. So I just kept, uh, kept working out. But then when I got home, you know, I had a little bit of daddy, uh, baby duty and, uh, and then my, my wife kind of passed out. So she was, uh, <laughs> she was out of the picture. She, she, she wasn't watching the game, but we had a long weekend as you know, of fucking gambling and, uh, Niagara Falls esque stuff. So, uh, as soon as, like I was sitting on the couch and of all things I was eating this uh <laughs> I was I was I was eating a cake that was definitely not Leafs colored. I was eating this thing that I wanted that was off of the back of a Heinz ketchup bottle called a Great Canadian Ketchup Cake. Uh that was my birthday <laughs> gift that I really wanted so bad. And uh so I was eating my Great what? Canadian ca- I swear to god. Whoa, back up, back up, back up. Please explain what that is. When we were you went for the recipe the off the back of the ketchup bottle? <laughs> Yeah, so when we were children, there's always this recipe for a great Canadian ketchup cake on the back of the Heinz bottle, and it just like popped into my head. She, my wife, was asking me for my birthday. She's like, "What kind of cake do you want?" And I was like, "You know what? I really want the great Canadian ketchup cake." <laughs> well, it took forever. We were like thinking like tiramisu, we we're thinking like uh, like like a like a cheesecake, like a, or like an Oreo cake or some shit, or like a. You know, my go-to is usually Hamoka Almond Fudge. Uh, it's like this ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins, but I've had that every year my whole life. Damn! So I'm impressed they still make it. It's like it's like the it's like the '90s, like 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 uh, what do you call it? That that cup with the weird colors is basically that's like the same thing as the Hamoka Almond Fudge cake. It still tastes like the '90s, but I've had that cake forever. So it's like when they asked me, my wife asked me, "What kind of cake would you like me to make you for your birthday?" I was like, "I want the." Gra-. I was like, "You know what? Great Canadian ketchup cake." And everybody was baffled. Nobody understood what I was talking about. They all thought I was crazy. But I knew it had to be real because I saw the fucking <laughs> the ingredients list on the back of the ketchup <laughs> bottle my whole life. <laughs> so it's so fitting. And it was for delicious. You. It was. It's pretty much like a carrot cake sans the carrots. And I hate carrots, like in carrot cake. That's like the one part of the carrot cake I don't like is the carrot. <laughs> I like everything else about it. I like the cake part. I like the icing. Not a big fan of carrots. So literally, it's one of my favorite cakes now. I'm so glad I made it. I was eating a big chunk of it, and fucking Johnny scored. And I literally, like, again, I had to bite my tongue because my kid's asleep. Everybody's asleep. I'm eating my ketchup cake. I was just so fucking happy. Okay, two things quick, Darty. Any chance you get, cherish those moments with the little one. Patrick was a horrible sleeper, and he's still not the greatest. Well, when he's out, he's fine, but getting him to sleep is just a nightmare sometimes. I remember holding him in my arms the first game of the season, Matthew's rookie year, when Matthew's got the four goals. That is a memory I will take to the grave with me. Secondly, of course this cake would taste great because ketchup is pure sugar. (laughs) <laughs> my 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 family i don't know if you guys have ever seen the giant like 
for anybody that's watching the video, cans of ketchup you can get that are like this round and that tall. We used to go through one of those a mo- like a month in our family because we were disgusting with ketchup when I was growing up. To the point that I am so stubborn, my grandpa was teasing me and said, you couldn't live without ketchup. I stopped eating it and lost 11 pounds in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Like there, there is so much sugar in ketchup. It is not funny. So that is why that would be probably taste delicious, but it looks horrendous. Can you guys see this or is it not sharing? There it is. Okay. No, we can see one of my favorite. One of my favorite great Canadian artists um, who is no longer with us, the uh, the great Stomp and Tom. He had a, he had a really good song you might have heard of called uh, the hockey song, but one of his other songs that he had was called the ketchup song. And I actually grew up with that song too. All right, and I don't consider myself a ketchup aficionado. All right, I definitely had the weird colored ketchups growing up, and you know every now and then I have ketchup. But I'm actually kind of a guy that eats his fries without ketchup. Like I, I appreciate a good fry. If you can eat a fry without ketchup, like you know it's a good fry. But I'll tell you right now, I saw that fucking ingredient list in, in the back of my head. I was like, what, you know, what can I do? Like what 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 can it, what can you get a man who has everything? Well, the answer is simple. The great Canadian ketchup cake. All right, boys, the floor plays over. Let's hit this game. Okay. Let's but go. since I have it open here, are you guys seeing what's in this? <laughs> It's like ginger and ketchup with just like a regular cinnamon cake and yeah, the cream fucked. cheese frosting. That is so weird. That is so weird. I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. Okay. So first period, <laughs> we get two power play opportunities. And of course the script is, you know, every elimination game that the Leafs are in, it's the power play that, you know, hasn't been there. They haven't been able to, start with the lead only 9% of the time they've led these games. Uh, it's just everything was kind of laid out in front of them to change the script and they, they couldn't in the first period. So what, what was going through your minds after the first 20 where, you know, it's still zero zero lightning are controlling a lot of the game, but uh, you know, Oh, for two in the power play. How were you guys feeling? I was feeling pretty good because you knew Tampa Bay was going to come out really hard. This is their home ice. Their backs against the wall. I felt like Toronto really did a good job of weathering the storm. Even like the power plays, like they had a lot of puck control. They had some decent chances. Obviously, they couldn't bear anything, but I was feeling better than I thought I was going to after the first period. Beaner? Honest to God, I felt great. I, I felt that despite what some of us on on right now think, that they were playing a very solid, tight game. Um, defensively, I felt they looked like they were coming back for each other. They were playing as an entire team. Like the, the fact that Brody had the confidence when he needed to, to jump up and actually push the puck out of the zone because he saw his forwards were coming back for him. JT Matthews, our centers were doing what centers were supposed to do. Yeah, They were coming back. They were supporting our defensemen. It was an entire team game. We had one gaffe one gaffe and it resulted in a goal and Tampa had to be perfect on that one. They, in my mind, this was the best game they played all series hands down. Even the game that they dominated in game two, realistically, that was a, like that was a seventies style game, like run and gun. That should have been a lot worse of a score than it actually was. Yeah. That was a fluke night where both goalies were just 
not on mm. and it was very evident um but i mean on top of what you said you even saw luke shen pushing up and, and going towards the net like let's go luke everybody was really <laughs> jumping in tonight and that was it was crazy to see i'm just showing uh on my tv they're showing the replay and everybody freaking out in maple leaf square so it it's was wild. uh i mean the guys first period could have been worse like they could have come out of it you know down one or two goals with how um i, I don't want to say slow but it was probably about two or three minutes before the leafs really started to uh to get command again and you know like you said the, the lightning are able to jump on any opportunity they get any mistake and, and capitalize on it because they can be perfect in those moments and uh i think the leafs managed to what they've done all series which is take chances where they're maybe not playing their best and turn them into opportunities like even if they don't start right they always finish right go ahead am i wrong or did we start overtime with sorry i know i'm getting ahead of myself the emotions are crazy right now we started overtime with five leafs first round picks yeah Shen, and, and you know Riley, Shen, Matthews, Riley, Marner, Matthews, Marner, Marner, Nylander. yeah wow <laughs> See nice. everybody always says homegrown talent wins wins in the playoffs Homegrown talent, baby. Unlike That's Edmonton, fantastic. who throws away all their first round oh. picks, we somehow managed to to find them all and throw them in at the most uh, unexpected moments. We even get them back. Yeah, <laughs> and one of Edmonton's in Bunting. <laughs> Not a. And like, let's player. be. This was the culmination of three, four years of playoff failures, of learning lessons the hard way, learning how to lose, and more importantly, learning how not to lose. Like these guys were up on nothing. Obviously, they gave the goal back, and maybe teams in the past years that would have buckled them. But this team, they just dug deep. They kept playing the right way, like Beaner said. I thought they played a good team defense, and they capitalized on the one, like few chances that they did have. And uh, I'm so wound up right now. But like this was such a different team than we've seen in the past years, and I'm so so fucking happy they did it. Yeah, how not to lose is exactly how to put it. Like that's kind of what I was trying to figure out how to say but you said it better like chances where instead of giving up they turn it around into okay what can we do to turn this game into ours and uh we've seen them do that multiple times through this series and now especially when it counts the most but i was gonna say more importantly sonny learning how to have fun all right didn't they look so fucking great in that handshake line (laughs) (laughs) didn't they all look real swell It's, uh, that uh, was it's such nice a to be beautiful thing to watch. Okay? Yeah. Uh, unreal. It's the little things, right? The things that you you don't realize you're not experiencing. You know, when, when you just turn off and you're like, you know, this time last year we would have just been trying to expel hockey from our brains and just get ready for next year and, and just not think about it for a while. And now it's like, oh, shit, we get to think about watching another series now to see who we get to play against. And when like, was think, the last time we've done that? And think about the flip side. Imagine if they lost us in, in the next game. All you'd have been talking about is how are we going to blow this up? What are we going to do now? And, and the conversation is so different now because they did win. Like the, the fork in the road for this win is it's, it's wild to think about. Yeah, and I think it really means something that they were able to do it in Tampa because there's so much more yes. pressure at home. Like Yes, there's home ice advantage, but just being able to do it without the pressure of all of Toronto watching you right there and that they had the chance being up 
three games to two going into game six. Like, oh, fuck. It was just so perfect. I, I think I we all know it. they go to game seven. There's like, they lose. Like, I don't know what it is, but we're all, I know it's like, <laughs> I know we're not, we can't. But that's, I was trying to say God's that nicely. Honest truth. I think everybody yeah. <laughs> knows going into Game Seven, the Leafs, the Leafs are done. If you can't, if you, you have, you know, you have your foot on their neck, you know, in like a, a graphical and not great term, but you got to fucking do it. You got to just stomp them. You got to whatever it takes, right? Like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like that scene with like Pedro Pascal in the Game of Thrones where he's just standing there monologuing. It's like fucking <laughs> kill him because <laughs> exactly. if you don't, th- you know, you give him <laughs> one more chance. Like they said. It's especially when the pressure is on, you're at home, you don't know how you're going to react. Like, it's yeah. some, sometimes it just sucks. The whole city of Toronto just would have been collectively just holding their breaths, and then you would have felt the anxiety. Like, all these players would have too, because it would have been four years in a row. You're coming down to the wire. They don't need that type of pressure. And this was a big test for them. And the fact that they can actually come through with this and win it when they should have. It bodes well for next round. Like they've exercised one demon here. Let's it would go on be to nice to play Boston and beat them, but it would also be nice to not play Boston, so we don't have to play Boston. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm kind of torn on that. I was thinking about that too. You know, the the I want to move on. Lee fan in me is like I'd rather play Florida. I think. Yeah. But the conquering demons hockey fan in me wants them to go through Boston. I'm just. I'm not as sure about what Boston's able to pull out. I mean, not that they've looked perfect against Florida, but it's the perfect storyline is to play Boston, but ideally, you know, Florida is the team to play. But yeah, uh, even in like the second period when they got their first goal scored against them, this team rallied. They tightened up defensively and it was great. Beaner. So this is potentially the last time in the playoffs, or at least knock on wood if they make the final, that we would get home ice advantage. Oh, shit. If we play Boston, Boston gets home ice advantage. After that conference final, it's Carolina, New Jersey, or the Rangers. If it's Carolina, they have home ice. If it's New Jersey, they have home ice. If it's the Rangers, we do. Mm-hmm. But it, it's yeah. it's all up in the air if it's if it's anybody but in the west other than vegas we would have home ice in the cup final assuming did we even have home ice far. this yeah. round though so okay. you know <laughs> not to not to poop on your point there bean i just i just feel like of course you know what? we did look at all the snowbirds in florida <laughs> i just feel like you know what um <laughs> screw all the voodoo out there and whether it's you know home away whatever you know it's very clear to this team that you and to us now as fans that like we can win somewhere else just as well as we can win at home. So bring on the challenge. All right. Like I, these guys have what, what it takes. It's very yeah. clear that, you know, every guy on this team has what it takes. We saw Gustafson and, uh, and Lily just, you know, come out of nowhere. I don't particularly think they played that phenomenally. Um, I don't even think Joe Bowen thought that for, for at least the first quarter. So, so <laughs> you know, first, uh, first period. So don't, uh, you know, I know you were saying you they played well defensively. I think the entire team played well defensively. I think that's the key there is like, everybody needs, has a part on this because Sammy did stand on his head. You don't, you can't, you can't say they play well defensively when Sammy's at a nine, six, nine. All right. That means he's taking a lot of fucking shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those boys did play well, considering they were cold. But like, like you said, Sammy, I think, is the biggest part of this win. 
having oh, someone back there that you know that can make the save, and if you're up against it for a couple of minutes, pressured. Because Tampa Bay is a great offensive team. The way they cycle the pocket, move it around the board side to side, is unreal. Like they get open shots, they find their man. And with Frederick Anderson, you've been a little worried. With Jack Campbell, you're a little worried. But with Samsonov, he he was a difference. I think that's a calming effect, and like he gave them confidence to play the right way. Yeah, look, and the only thing he did wrong is the the one rebound that came out. Otherwise, dude played absolutely phenomenal. One of his best games of the entire season. Beaner. First, that rebound, I, I, I wouldn't even really say he did it wrong. If you look at the way the Leafs were playing defensively, their game plan is for him to take the first shot and to direct that rebound exactly where he directed it because someone was back there covering and getting it out. Okay. Like mul- multiple times during the game, he put that put a rebound exactly in that same spot. So I wouldn't hold that on him. That is more of a team gaffe. Um, and yet Fair again, enough. they had to be they had to be perfect on that because that's I'm not good enough. But goalies that are in the NHL are good enough to deflect to know where they're putting those rebounds. Secondly, I will come out and admit it. I am fully going to eat crow on this one because I was saying start wall for this game. <laughs> you were I texted I texted Marty about it. I said it in our group chat that I would have loved to see Wall because stylistically he's a completely different goalie and there's been multiple times in this series that we got burnt by Sammy over rotating, which is the simplest way to put it. As he's sliding from left to right or right to left, he tends to not stay square and actually rotate out of position. But I was 100% wrong. That is why I'm sitting on a couch right now and not behind a bench. <laughs> Look, we're all yeah. wrong about a lot of things, right? So uh, I'll, I'll admit that I was wrong about Hall because <laughs> I, in my head, I didn't actually say this to you, but I actually did mention this to several people who reached out to me, that I firmly believe that Sammy should be the one to play because you, because because of the Vasilevsky effect, all right? Sammy hasn't, he hasn't had a bad game you know, in relative in relative to the way Vasilevsky was playing, right? It went seven, and then it went seven. Mm-hmm. So, arguably, we could say they're both playing, you know, at the same level. And even though it was a loss, you know, it was only you know it was a three-two game, right? So, <clears throat> so for this game, you're playing a guy like John Cooper, who is a you know he's a mentalist. He tries to get into your head. You know, obviously, he wouldn't pull Vasilevsky, even though the guy was you know we we're calling Andre Vaseline the couple nights before, right? So. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna pull Andre Vasilevsky, then we gotta show him. Fuck it, we got a goaltender right here. You think your guy's good? Our guy's better. All right, and it sucks because this knowing the way we knew of the Leafs, this could have went the way that you know that that would justify you bringing in Wall. Like I absolutely understand like where you were coming from because that's how you should think as a Leafs fan and and as you know an armchair general. We've all, I would have thought that too. The only reason I didn't was because fuck John Cooper, our goaltender's better. That's it. You just have to have that. It's in my in my head. I was like, we don't make don't make any changes. You know, shove it right back in his face. These guys are good enough. That's just that's the way I was thinking of it. Sorry. To Peter's earlier part, um, yeah, he was very consistent on his rebounds. He usually does kick it the same way, and that's kind of on Nylander there. He had a 50-50 play re can either go to the point or catch the man in front. Two of our D were to the left, and Nylander elected to go to the defense. Guy was wide open, buried the rebound. Not too much Sammy can do there. 
And to Darty's point, Sammy was battling maybe the best Russian goalie of all time, other than uh, Victor Trocek, whatever. So you had to leave him in there. This was a huge mental thing for him. The fact that he can outduel Vasilevsky in a series, I think it's going to bode so well for his confidence going into the second round. That is like that can't be understated how big that is for him. Well, yeah, this guy went from having one playoff win coming into this series to now he's the one who helped the Leafs overcome the first round. Like, that's an insane confidence boost. So I say ride it until anything, God yeah. forbid, happens to him. The even, last his movement, even his movement tonight, like, he was not overplaying the puck. He saw it through lanes. Like, he was just so fucking sharp. Like, it was so nice to see a truly, truly competent goaltender behind them tonight. My one criticism of him the over rotating he wasn't doing that tonight he was when he came over side to side he was squared the shooter and you saw how big of a difference that could make like that was the entire difference in the previous game with some of those goals and like the last goaltender to bring the Leafs into the second round is in the hall of fame right like he's also starting his own liquor business but he's in the hall of fame (laughs) like James Reimer couldn't do it Jonas Gustafsson couldn't do it. Frederick Anderson couldn't do it. Jack Campbell couldn't do it. Like these aren't these aren't Justin Bean. These are NHL and, goal. And that's a great point. Yeah. Like they're sorry, go they're, for it, go for it. No, go on. I thought you're done. I thought you're done. Sorry, go, Darty, on. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just gonna say these are NHL goaltenders. They're not plugs. They're not Michael Hutchinson. Yeah. They're not fifth stringers, right? So like my these question- are starting goaltenders. But they couldn't make that one save. My question to all you beautiful, handsome people is now that now that we're all aware of this and we're all becoming aware of this at this very second, I'm sure there's people thinking about it right now, but it just probably popped into our heads right now. This guy is now Curtis Joseph. Do you not understand that? Like he's not Reimer anymore. His his elevation now on 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 goalie, you know, Leafs goalie hierarchy, he's pretty he's nose with fucking Joseph now. Because no one else has done this, do you not like that's you have to think about it that way. You can, you he Sammy is now better yeah. than every single goaltender we fucking seen since set Ed Belfort and Ed Belfort again. Like he <laughs> he he's a you know he had his own history besides the Leafs, right? Like it's crazy to think that fucking Samsonov is now that guy, whether we like it or not. Just because this is where he was, right? You know, right place, right time, right fucking attitude, and you know he's the guy. It just. I'm not trying to boost his ego here. <laughs> the last last 30 right years, there's there. Felix Potvin, there's Cujo, Belfour, and now Samsonov. Yeah, I had to make you guys crazy. aware of it to think about it that way, right? Because like, you know, he's the, he is this generation's Cujo, unless like something crazy happens now. Just I said we made it to the second round. That is, cr- I know it's a fucking stupid, you know, benchmark to have. You know, most teams don't think about it this way, but after 19 years, we got to think about it this way. <laughs> Did you see his face in the national anthem too? Like that guy was locked in. This guy, he was not losing tonight. It was evident even before puck drop. Like all, all serious, I don't know if it's the right word. I'm not an English major or anything like that. But the whole team just seemed very stoic. Like yeah, it, yeah, it, dialed. It, it, didn't, it, it didn't matter what happened. Uh, a, a potential injury, a bad hit, a bad penalty call, Macaulay. Um, like it, it, it didn't matter what happened in the series. It was, yep, okay, let's go next shift. We can do this. Right from they... JT on down, nobody panicked. Like 
Matthew Nye's almost like friggin' what was the saying when the Raptors won? Boardman gets paid or whatever. Like <laughs> he doesn't Kawhi, look like yeah. he has any emotion whatsoever. And he's out there as a rookie in the Stanley Cup playoffs playing for the hockey mecca of the universe. And he looks like he's out there playing pickup with a beer league. Yeah, I was going to say, Nice, that whole thing he had uh, along the boards there where he was just like battling against two lightning to come up with the puck still in the offensive zone there. It was like, oh, this guy played three games before the playoffs with this team. Like everybody was worried about, you know, is he going to fit? Has he had enough time to click? This guy's no, he, he's a beauty. And I, I think because of the locker room confidence, like I said, these guys have learned not how to lose. And they carried that into this game. So no matter what, like Beaner's point, no matter what happened tonight, these guys are not going to get rattled by it. It's, get a goal score on them, that's fine. They're going to come back. They know they're going to get their chances. And, and they close it out for the first time. Like it, it took us a long time to get to this point, but we are finally there. Like This team is where it should be, where we always thought it would be. Yeah, it was a combination of being tired of losing and finally having a, a core together, everybody healthy, and the right pieces to really take healthy the edge. Too, yeah. Like, yeah, you you see, like you were saying, the the stoic look on on Matthews and and Tavares and Marner and Nylander, just like they were not leaving to go back to Toronto to play another game. Like that was not happening. Oh, I love you know who else. Look kind of good. Bunty looked good tonight. I thought they gave him a good boost. Oh, like he shit, had a yeah. lot of energy. He was a great energy player tonight. He kept his cool. He was reserved. Um, yeah, I really liked his game a lot tonight too. Yeah, I mean that first breakaway he had, it was uh, evident that he was trying to show why he deserves to be back on this team and to uh, not take him out again. Or you know, if anybody else is watching, if he doesn't sign with the Leafs, and lots of great he, scoring he chances. Like absolutely, like he looked like 100%. there could have been a goal there for him if uh, you know. If that if, puck luck, yeah, puck luck, right? Or like two. Oh, the, the bounces the sometimes don't always go your way. Like that could have been, oh. you know, that could have been a game-winning goal right there. <laughs> yeah, if you got that one that hit the crossbar, man, it would have been such a difference maker. But you know, and I don't. Oh, Edmonton I don't, just scored again. God damn it! I hate Sportsnet because it's probably not going to happen for me for another two minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. By the way, fuck all you guys. I'm literally sitting watching CBC and all of a sudden I hear, oh my God, we, I, can't, I can't believe it. I'm like, give me five more seconds to enjoy this at the same time. There, there we go. I got <laughs> I'm watching on CBC too. I'm just like, I actually have cable instead of, you know, whatever the five internet thing is. And, and, and another thing, I don't know if it was just me. Did anybody else think that like Brody was not letting the Leafs lose tonight? He had his best game by far, like hands down. Like, I, a couple times in this series, and I'm not gonna. We've had a complaint from a fan. I'm not gonna mention a certain player's name, but has <laughs> left Brody kind of out. He's to left himself out to dry too. Okay, Bean. All right, like Brody looked a little nervous out there tonight as well. He's, he he had a few bad games. Ding ding yeah. ding. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> he was scrumming it up like he was doing everything. Go ahead, Beater. No, no, no. Sorry, Sally. Like, just like, doesn't matter who was out there. Kucherov, Stamko, Sorelli, Point. Like, he was on fucking fire tonight. Like, shades of Tim Horton or Bobby Bond or like any of the shutdown D. Like any defenseman going back in time. Like, 
Selming, Turnbull, like any defenseman you can think of when you can think of the Leafs having a big game. Like Brody was on tonight, man. Yeah, there was as a much few as... times where the Lightning were breaking out and, and you just see him closing the space. It's like, oh shit, the Lightning are going to... Oh, never mind. They got no open shot and now they're behind the net. Like he just completely cuts them. It doesn't matter where he was coming from on the ice. He just gets exactly where he needs to be to where there's no shot from them. It's amazing. And he stood tall in front of the net too. Like he was scrumming it up. But uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me tonight is when it really mattered most, our captain, John Tavares, he came through. He was circling around the blue line, made a bad pass, managed to skate fast enough to catch up to it, and he was the one who put this away. I I thought it was so fitting that he was the one to score this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Suddy, we were told before the start of the season that Tavares was washed up. That he couldn't oh, skate. Yeah, well, how did how did he skate fast enough? Come on. He, he had a couple fast. shifts where he was really hustling, but he is a little slow footed. But like he was fucking fast on that shift. Like he came back on his pass, and he was the one who made it happen. Like everyone says, he's a bad leader. He, we, he's not our captain. Oh, no, captain, this fucking guy is captain. our captain. You know what makes like, up for slow skates? You know what makes up for slow skates? A big brain. That big sexy guy. Just gonna say good hands. CJ's when he was a fucking kid. You don't. When you're smart about how you move, you don't waste strides. You don't take any steps in anywhere you don't need to be. So yes, he may be slow, but he's only going exactly where he needs to be. He's never out of position, and he's never wasting a stride. And you know what? He is a fucking. Some people. Some people were saying. Some people said that. uh, Yeah. You know. That that John John Tavares, you know, that, that John Tavares guy, like he just doesn't get enough credit. I've often heard that uh John Tavares is underrated. Haha. <laughs> Haha. At TML Fan and Van. One, actually. Um <laughs> What was the bunting one at the beginning of the season? Um Oh man. Somebody help me. The old tag you used to have. Everybody's muted. Just leave me out to dry here. But old tag Marty used to have? Yeah, the bunting one. For bunting? Yeah. I remember Tavara's bunting. What was bunting? It was like the oh, first man. one. When Just need a call in from Marty right now. Out. Long distance call from Vancouver anyway. to sort this one out. Yeah. yeah. Do you, want me to, you want me to call him? I got uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Sadly, we gotta do it like uh, like uh, what is it? Um, who wants to be a millionaire? Do-do-do-do. Phone a friend. Yeah, phone a friend. Phone. A fr- Actually, I should start calling my dad on for the show. That'd be funny. Just like, hey, you're live. Just get takes. We could actually do that. People could. Yeah, call but last time he called you, he was like taking a whiz, somewhere. right? Like, was that? <laughs> No, he just told me his take came to him. Well, here I was, horn in hand, and I thought, man, that Kerfoot guy. Nice. <laughs> yep, pretty That's much. That's like the most like, Cana- pretty like, drug Canadian much. thing. Exactly like, <laughs> like, like guy, guy at bar, guy at bar beam, you know? Oh! <laughs> Banner, don't look yet. I mean, look now. <laughs> Okay, uh, where were we? How to how to, how to win game? You know, oh, also, you know, the one thing I wanted to say, the one thing I wanted to say, Morgan Riley, by the way, 
Um, yes, he, I don't think choice. he's slow. He's like one of the fastest players. Wasn't he like record setting at one point in the All Star? He's fast as hell. Yeah, he's fast. Okay. You know where Just we were, Johnny? Why? And we've got Captain Johnny. Oh, I can do that here. Morgan Riley. Nice. I was going to say, I can do that. Love it. Somewhere it's on. So, fun little fact. Fun fact. Every every game that my girlfriend has worn my Matthews jersey, they've won. I'm bringing it out on special occasions, but this is my true good luck charm this series. And in the playoffs going. That's sick. Just keep it keep it up. I, here, I think I can just, just put this in the background. I'm going to die if this episode gets taken down for fucking copyright infringement. Uh. Like, <laughs> like, unintentionally by his, like... Uh, <laughs> we have... Can't be demonetized because we don't make any, so... I, I have the text messages. I asked for permission and he gave it. He said, play it, play it all. That's official. Hell yeah. So, uh, speaking of traditions and superstitions, what are you guys going to do for round two? Are you, th- are you adding to what you've been doing, or is you is it like sticking status quo? Because I my, think I'm uh, going to go. Friend's dad, I was talking about, who's the Bruins fan. Every round, he would add a new jersey up, hanging. So, are you like putting more to this, or sticking to it? Mine is. I think I'm going to go game one. Not let Kira wear the jersey. See what happens. If they lose, then I'm obviously going to pull up the big guns and have her wear it. But that's what I have going on right now. Beaner, what about you? Honestly, so I made a big mistake when it came to game two. Um, I mistakenly told my family that I would take them to see the new Super Mario's movie. <laughs> so, so I missed the entire first two periods. Um, and in doing that, I was wearing what I'm wearing right now. A blue hoodie my King Bore shirt underneath, a Marner um, Hockey League sock, and a Wendell Clark Hockey League sock, and then my hat. And I was working last game, so I didn't get a chance to wear this. So unfortunately, I wore it tonight. They won. I got to wear it going forward. Darty, what about you? You know, you don't really have a tradition per se. I was actually thinking about, like, if this went to... If this went to Game Seven, I probably wouldn't have watched Game Seven just because the last time I watched the Tor- last the last time I watched the Toronto series, uh, the Toronto team clinch, I didn't. I actually went to sleep on the Raptors. I said, "Screw this! It's not going to happen. Not in a million years. It's Toronto, whatever." And I went to bed. And then I remember waking up the next morning and just like the first thing, like you know, bloop, on my phone was the the video of the shot, and I just kept watching it over and over and over. So that's how, like, for me, I was like, you know what? If uh, <clears throat> If we didn't win tonight, like I, you know, I got my Darty hat right here. It says it's a Leafs hat that says Darty on the side. All right, I've been wearing that, I've been repping it pretty much all the time. I've got a couple of Leafs hats. Um, I, I haven't really changed up too much just because, like, I don't want to mess with, nice. the, you know, with the juju. You know, like I got I, everything seems to be going right. I'm not really changing anything too crazy. But yeah, if it went to seven, I would, I wouldn't have watched the game. I swear to God, I would have just like I wouldn't even come on unless the less Leafs won, and I would have told you this story the same way. Like, because said there was nothing more weird than that feeling like i said when That's i woke up crazy. it was a beautiful morning i was like checked my phone and this like it just felt like a miracle i was like no fucking way and like look right now like said like kind of the same consequence right like uh with it it's just 
I guess we don't really have the shot moment per se of the bouncing, but like fucking Johnny T, right? John Tavares underrated. Like the guy's our captain. The guy is our fucking captain. There's been a lot of things said about him, but he's our fucking captain. He took us to the promised land. You know, obviously the young man, the young man, Poppy Matthews. He's a know, leader. He, he took the first step, but you know, John Tavares walked through the fucking door tonight, folks. And this is, you know, <laughs> There's going to be a lot of feelings. There's going to be a lot of emotions. There's going to be a lot of things said by all of Leafs Nation, you know, from the pundits to like bums like us or myself. I don't want to include myself in that, but sorry, include you guys with myself. You guys are great. But, but honestly, man, it's just, this is, this is next level. I don't even know how to process it yet. JT wore the pajamas so that we could all celebrate boys. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And back to tradition. Steph will like this, sorry. I shaved my face after game five. So I like to believe that was a difference maker. So, that, sorry, Johnny, that being said, I shaved the grubby neck off. I still got the face going, but I had to sh- I had to trim up the neck. That's Yeah, like, I got to do that. Yeah. If, if they lose and, the game, and... you can do a little trimming. <laughs> you can't shave it all off, but you can do a little trimming. And, and to Darty's point earlier, this... This was Matthews' series, right? Like, he came out. How many fucking points does he have this series? In the big moments, he scored the goals. He came to come back in game four. He, this was, I feel like, his coming out party in the playoffs. Oh, hell yeah. What does he have, five goals now? Six? Five goals, yes. Five? That's, like, the thing that we said needed to happen is the stars on top of everything, you know, goaltending, defense, all that obviously needs to happen, but... The stars need to show up, and they have all of them right down to Morgan Riley with three goals in three games. Like, yeah. oh my god! He, uh, he played big boy hockey too, like solid, solid defensively. He was always there in the defensive end. He was roughing it up. He was hitting. He, like, he's what we always thought he could be in the playoffs. He was just electric. Hell yeah! Uh, for uh, super super stitions, I have a button for that, don't I? A stupid superstition. <laughs> um, I've been wearing my Mickey Mouse sweaters. I have like three of them. And uh, for some reason, I've been just coincidentally wearing them during games. And I've noticed they win when I'm wearing them. So I'm going to keep it up. Did you shave after before game one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice okay. growth. You can't Atta say boy, you shaved before game one. You were not skin. Okay, it wasn't skin. It was an electric razor with the fucking lowest guard. Beard, beard. Say that's a nice beard. Now you, now you but, can't shave. You gotta grow it, grow it completely out. Beaner out here, gatekeeping, it shaving. Yeah. Would have grown the same anyway. <laughs> oh, me and Beaner keeping notes been, on the shit. That's because I can't grow dangerous. facial hair for the I, life. I actually same. Like I said, I could have taken the guard off, but I'm not doing I that. I wasn't sure what the rules were, all right? Because I, I came into beard. episode one of uh, the playoffs with you folks, and everybody was shaved. Even I, I remember Johnny. He didn't look that scruffy as he does now. I wasn't. Or maybe, or maybe like I do no, recall back episode where everybody looked tape, like pretty like... cleanly shaving except for me. So I was like, wait a second. Was I supposed to shave before the playoffs? Because like, I, don't, I don't know what the rules are with that playoff beard bet you just have a beard i've been growing this thing since the whole fucking season i haven't i have trimmed it many times but i figured for the playoffs that i wouldn't trim it except for lining it up every now and then just because i don't want to look too uh you know 
like a wild man, but I'm not going to shave it That's at all. Fair. Like I you said, I get my Phillips razor every now and then and I'd bring it back down to like a seven or so, whatever that means. I think it's like maybe half an inch, but now I'm, uh, I'm leaving it. All right. It's going to continue to get feral as long as these, as long as these leaves, uh, Got it. you know, keep moving on. Don't touch it. So, you know what? Just for, just for you guys, for next episode, I'm going to pull up uh, a screen grab from our first playoff episode so you can compare uh, what my beard was like then. I feel at this point, me and Beaner should compare who can grow the bigger beard for this playoff run. <laughs> That's where the yeah, real like, mean, intrigue is. The, the only thing I got to say is I have to keep the neck a little at least trimmed. doesn't have to be shaved. shaved the, neared. But the neck just gets disgusting. Um, oh, yeah. Mine too. I got to do that. No, 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 Peter. You don't touch it. Oh, my God. Let's see who that, can do that it. That being said, as, as our good friend Marty says, I cannot influence the game. I cannot influence the game. Whether I shave, I don't shave, what we wear, what we don't wear does not influence it. But, oh, my God, does it help with some level of our own anxiety. <laughs> of course yeah man like my heart rate for three straight periods just like oh my god i was sitting at 115 are you serious holy shit yeah no joke i showed you before the podcast (laughs) 60 minutes of like 150 bpm (laughs) i uh i'm a second away from a heart attack oh my god are they winning or losing fucking edmonton man um so yeah but you want to know why i said this on twitter winning too, again like, all crazy. of a sudden like you know connor mcdavid sees that at least one he's like all right bet <laughs> like i feel honestly i swear to god he probably as soon as he like this because the second bet. our game ended you know he you know his game pretty much started or was already <laughs> on the way but like you could tell he saw he, he he heard that fucking you know that matthews is moving on he's like all right all right you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his thoughts is Matthews can't win a cup in Toronto before he does. Oh, agrees. So, <laughs> so he, he's got to continue. That way, at the very least, he can stop it from happening, right? Like, Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so, real talk. We talked about it before a little bit, but uh, between Boston and Florida, what do you hope for, think is going to happen? Combo I'm the just two? hoping for a good game. I want both teams to come out and play hard. It's a good answer. And whoever wins, let's bring it on. Good. Are you a fucking politician? What's going on here? There's no fucking way I want to see Boston right now. There's no way I want to see Boston. Florida's the team you want to play. Like this is a Cinderella run they're on. If they can beat Boston, that's okay. They're beating the best regular season team of all time, right? So I feel that you know that's their cusp. Toronto has honestly, a much better time playing Florida. Honestly, I, I said it before the playoffs even started when we did our predictions. This is the year to slay the fucking dragons. Get but if you don't have to the first play round. the dragon. Yeah, but it's it's out of our control. So honestly, I don't want to... And yes, I just finished saying we can't influence the game. I don't want the karma hockey gods to come after me. I don't want to pray for any team to lose. Because <laughs> I, oh no sh- I am in no way, shape, or form religious. But when it comes to hockey gods, it is a goddamn thing. Um, Who? So, it, it, I, I called it beforehand. 
the Leafs get rid of Tampa in the first round, slay the first round demon, slay the Tampa demon from last season, face Boston in the second. Three straight series we've lost against them. Three. We can do it. I don't care if they just destroyed the regular season. Regular season doesn't mean shit. That's what everybody told us for the last 19 fucking years. Pardon my French. I'm sorry. But Clearly as they're kind of blowing the series it. against the Panthers who were 43 like, points behind them. Because I, I, I don't want to sit here and say, oh yeah, I want Florida, I want Florida. And then Matthew Kachuk goes out and has exactly. the goddamn series of his yeah. life again. Like that, as, that, as, like, as much that as may happen. Rat, but let's I tell you think right about... now, if, if, if the Leafs are, sorry, Sadi, if the Leafs are facing elimination and Tuchuk is having a season to remember, Muzzin's coming back. He's going to come back <laughs> just, just to hit Kachuk. I'm who t- hasn't I'm played right for Boston this series? They have been without Bergeron, who is the heart and soul of he this has. team. They he are a complete played. different. Yeah, but for the most part of the series, right? So uh, as much as I agree, like me and you, we had the same exact picks almost every single round, down to the game, everything. And I agree with you, and we've said this in the in the preview too. If they can beat Tampa, that's one demon. If they can beat Boston, then that's a whole different thing, right? Like, they exercise all their demons. But if they don't have to play Boston, and as Johnny asked, I would much rather face Florida. I have to agree because I think the depth of Boston is a lot less manageable than just handling Matthew Kachuk. Like, you can figure out how to shut down one guy a lot easier than you can, you know, this really powerful Boston team. And one small other little point is maybe they don't have to fight those old playoff demons. If it's Florida, it's something entirely new that this team has to face. It's not going against the past anymore. But there's so many, and not that I really care, because in the long run, if the Leafs do win it, then nothing else is going to matter. Um, But you know goddamn well, if the Leafs play the Panthers and they win and go to the conference final, everybody and their brother, Friedman will be the first one to say, well, they didn't have to play Boston. So, you know, I wouldn't. Ryan Whitney does, all right? And that's all that matters. No, no, I know. You know what he's upset about is that nobody bought any of his goddamn. And I haven't jerseys, seen so Pick no signed jerseys from him. Yeah, in a long time. <laughs> I was going to use some archaic phrase. You play the team that is in front of you. Yep. So tomorrow, I'm just hoping for a good game. Everybody gets out of it healthy, and we'll go on to round two. Maybe that's the point too. Like it doesn't matter who they play. If this team is who we think they are, then it really doesn't matter. It would be nice to embarrass the rat, though, would it not? It Come on. Come on. It, it really would be. I was Muzzin t- already did. <laughs> I was talking, talking to Marshawn. And anyways, Brady's better. You know it. I know it. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about uh, Chuck. Then Marshawn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Talking about the Turtle Brothers. Gotcha. Speaking of Mario movie. Who who would you want to see, Johnny? What's what's your take on this? I like for a matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would rather see Florida. Um, I do I. 
Alex Lyons had a pretty crazy run, and, and Bobrovsky coming back, uh, it just has been a little freaky to watch. I'm uh, Allmark being shaken. You know, there's questions about do they switch to Swayman. I think the fact that the goaltending is in question in Boston makes me lean a little more that way. But uh, hmm. I just I feel like the the demon thing and getting in their heads makes me lean towards Florida. So I think it's really up in the air. I mean, the fact that Florida's coming back against Boston shows that you know uh, Florida in playoff mode versus Boston in playoff mode is a whole different thing than the regular season. So it's kind of as a wash right now, but I don't know. I've got, I'm leaning either. I got arguments either way. Beaner, what do you think? With regards to goalies, I know we just slayed the one demon. We eliminated Vasilevsky. Who eliminated Tampa when they had their record breaking season or record tying season? Sergei fucking Bobrovsky and the Columbus Blue Jackets. (laughs) I am not afraid of Lena Solmark and Jeremy Swayman. As far as I'm concerned, they have Beaner and Darty in that. Like, I would, I, honest to God, I don't care. You know what? He can win the Vesna. Doesn't matter. He had a he had a spectacular season. Until he does it for four or five years in a row, I'm not intimidated by that. Sergey Bobrovsky potentially eliminating two of the best regular season teams that we have seen in our lifetimes, that kind of intimidates me, despite he did taking care of Vasilevsky. He did yeah, get a $10 million dollar contract for a reason. Right? Like, and and he, like, he's a veteran, a veteran in the playoffs, and Alex Lyon had a insane... Yeah, he basically won fantasy for me. ...of the so. season <laughs> that he was playing there, and he's been riding it into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> the guy's been crazy. It's like... I, the goaltending is what scares me and Matthew Kachuk. Outside of that, eh, there's a couple defensemen there that I think might have the edge over Boston. It's again, it's the, uh, the forward depth and uh, the demons mentally against Boston. That worries me. Okay. Start one, bench one, cut one to finish this off. We got uh Cola ginger ale and Sprite slash seven up. Got to start ginger ale. I don't care what anybody oh, else says. Wow. I don't care what anybody says. doesn't matter if you're looking for something refreshing on a hot day. If you're sick to your stomach as a kid watching Price is Right and your grandma needs to bring you something to drink, it's ginger ale. Oh, that's a vibe. Right? Right? Ginger ale. Every single occasion, you can throw rye in it. You can throw vodka in it. You can throw anything you want in it. <laughs> All right, Bean, I've already, I'm already it. sold on the product all, right. all the way. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about the other two. I'm going to buy the ginger ale. God damn it. <laughs> wow. Dirty, what do you think? Um, oh, Sadi, go ahead. I'm going to start Coca-Cola. I think it's tried, tested, and true. Everyone loves it. A Ryan Coke. One of the best drinks of all time. Ginger ale reminds me too much of being sick, like you said. Stir it around with a spoon, fix your <laughs> belly up. So, hey, I'm going to cut that one, but I'm going to sit 7-Up because 7-Up is great. I love that little bit of citrus in there right down the middle. But, yeah, Coca-Cola has got to be the go-to. Oh, yeah, Beaner, you didn't sit and cut one. Oh, you said it doesn't matter. That's because, gin- yeah, it doesn't matter about the other two. Ginger ale all day. <laughs> Okay, 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 like, so, okay, so six, the other two are just Hall of Zara, okay? Like, that's okay. It. <laughs> okay, benching seven up, cutting cold. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> that that was good. That's good. That's good. What um, do you got, Johnny? I am going to see if you asked me when I was a kid, I probably would have started ginger ale because I grew up in. Sorry if my parents are watching this. So if we asked him at the start of the season. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I grew up in one of those houses where it's like we can't have pop, but ginger ale is okay, even though it's not real ginger and there's still sugar in it. And I don't get whatever. So we had ginger ale, but not Coke or anything. So I didn't grow up drinking Pepsi or Coke a lot. Um, So I would have probably said ginger ale then because I didn't really like you know, it was one of those things as a kid where like, I don't drink it, so I don't think I like it. Um, now, as I sit here with an empty can of Coke in front of me, I'm going to start Coke because the same reasons that Beaner said, get it in a glass with some ice, you know, like with some fries and a burger or like, you know, get some some uh, rum in there or even, um, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit you can do with it. I think it's good. Um, and then yeah. I'm going to bench ginger ale and cut sprite slash seven up because i'm a soda water club soda kind of guy i don't like the uh the sharpness of seven up and sprite. it's a little too sweet well adam yeah <laughs> an hour and approximately what 24 seconds in someone's going to be able to clip johnny saying he's going to start coke so <laughs> so <laughs> i guess i guess i'm going to start adam <laughs> An hour and a minute in, they could see Johnny are starting to coke. It's yeah. not as it's not as on it. <laughs> Once the Leafs won the first round, me and Johnny are starting I'm coke. So- I just add, I'm sorry, yeah, mom well, and dad, if you're listening. Us, we'll also- <laughs> up that, you know, people are going to start memeing our, uh, you know, our voices. But um, I was going to say, uh, I, I I got sold on ginger ale, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to start ginger ale only because I'm trying to cut off of. Uh, coca-cola and um sprite and my one favorite ginger ale of all time like there's so many different favorite uh, ginger ale flavors but of course there's the actual ginger ale either schweppes or canada dry you, you take your pick they, they do taste kind of different my favorite ginger ale though is this one with this like hipster pirate on it that is very spicy i love it it's really good it's probably because it has real ginger in it but <laughs> um I love that fucking Wait, thing. It's what? pretty sweet though. Like, but here's the thing. So if you can to dry ginger ale, pardon, hmm. it's really good. It, it's like, you'll see it in the stores. It has this, this hipster this. tattooed pirate on it. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called though. It's like Bur- Bermuda ginger ale or something like that. <laughs> something, something. It's really good. But uh, I'm I'm a can to dry okay. um, diet ginger ale but sometimes they, they used to have a flavor that i really liked that was diet too it was like green tea ginger ale it was my favorite i absolutely love it that or when the holidays come out and you get the cranberry ginger ale oh man that like i'm in love oh cranberry ginger ale is good i didn't think of that by the way is the it whole this? Is it this? Yeah, there you go. That stuff's really good. And it's Jamaican spicy, I swear to God. Ginger beer? It's not like... Spicy ginger beer? Okay. Okay, but that's spicy ginger beer. That's not ginger Yeah, but I just drink different. it straight. Is that like for a Moscow it. mule? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that type of stuff? Oh, oh boy. The real okay, question you, is, why is not root beer in here? Or Coke Zero? That's, well, that's the go-to. Okay, I mean, we could throw root beer in. We just usually do three, and I thought that was like a good, you know, classic. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm 
cutting you off the knees. No, no, no. Where, where does root beer rank in the, if we're ranking them, where do you put it? In the Pantheon? One. Number yeah. one. Root really? beer's in there before cola, but after ginger ale. Guys, I had you birch beer. just love that gingy. I forgot to tell you guys, I had birch beer. They have it out here. There's some weird, <laughs> there's some weird pops out here. So, okay. I've when, when you that... live on a rock in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you drink anything you can get your I've hands been eating on. birch bark all day. <laughs> okay, so, you know how, you know how there's like the, the branded uh, signs on either side of like convenience store signs and stuff like Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Every single... Uh, whether it's a little restaurant or a, a convenience store or a gas station, whatever, every single thing has a Pepsi logo on it here. It's all Pepsi everywhere. And so Pepsi owns Crush. So they kind of have the stranglehold on pop in on the island. There are flavors here that I have never seen before. So Crush is the one that makes this. It's not like, oh, some local thing makes birch beer. No, it's Crush birch beer. And it's only sold here. Like they specifically make it for Newfoundland. It's fucking crazy. So there's the that there's pineapple crush. There's lime crush. There's so many weird ones. Like it's wild. The lime one looks radioactive and tastes like, uh, well, it tastes like fake lime with a bunch of sugar. I don't know. So I have a question for you, Johnny. You're out in Newfoundland, right? Yes. Have you seen the dick iceberg that's floating around dildo Newfoundland? Oh my god. I didn't know there was a dick iceberg floating around it, but I did know there's dildo new... Oh my god. Is that happening right now? Oh yes. This is okay, a I thing. I gotta go see this. Yeah, Happy I heard there's Valley a place called dildo. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Welcome to Canada. So, um... <laughs> birch beer, as I was starting on here, tastes like... As long as you don't say it tastes like a dildo. Uh, no, I, I forgot that that's where I was going with this. <laughs> so, it tastes like... <laughs> so it's it's pink like cream soda and it comes in like a um, imagine a crush can that you've had sitting like a, a cream soda or an orange one that's been sitting out in the sun so long that there's no color left on it it's just kind of like that faded brownish that is the color they've chosen for the birch beer can for some reason um, it tastes like a combination of root beer and cream soda I feel like that'd be fantastic yeah, it's really good. It's like cream soda with that kind of earthy, um, what's that kind of, whatever the taste of root beer is, like that Jägermeister kind of. You know what that, that sounds like? That root flavor? That licorice, yeah. That sounds like you woke up on your couch at three in the morning after a night of drinking, <laughs> and there was two cans <laughs> left on the, on the coffee table. You mixed them together and you drank it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's what Pepsi does. Tastes when they like when you spill something on like your sweater as a kid, and you decide to suck it out of the sweater. <laughs> Ew. Okay, completely. Dirty was that I kid. Know, I don't know if you guys ever had this happen to you. I had a. I was horrible for sucking on things when I was a kid. So like the the strap for my bike helmet. Like I would be riding oh, my gee. bike and the strap was in my mouth. So my, my <laughs> oh, mom, no. that sweet salt, salt, my mom, oh, her no. idea to try to get me to stop doing this. She soaked it in whiskey. <laughs> so then she sees me riding my bike. And now I'm an still alcoholic. sucking on this goddamn strap. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Thanks mom. 
That's fantastic. You just reminded me of that, Darty. Like, it did not work whatsoever. Alright, boys. Um, I do have one question before we leave here to bring it back to the Leafs. If you can have Series 1 MVP, who's your pick? Short answer. Oh, I love this. I wish I had a <laughs> bottle of Morgan Riley, or of Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> He's been, You've been he's sucking been on, on that chin strap or what? He's been doing. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> a little, uh, got a little ginger ale and mouth guard going on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ew. I know Tessa would. Ooh, so who got? Can we do three stars? Oh, man. I got to say... If you want. Sammy. Uh, I'm no, saying Sammy. No, no, no. Why Pick not? I'll say one. Just one. One MVP. One. Mo. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Okay. Deserves a pretty good. Series or game? Series. Series. Series, Mo. Game, Sammy. I got to go. It's very close between Pappy and Mo because I think this was the Matthew series where he actually elevated like he was supposed to be. But just the production that Mo has put up in the important times, too. And like comparative to his regular season, it's night and day. Fuck. I'm leaning towards Riley. You know what? Just because it's like, not that it goes without saying that Matthews scores, but I think because of how much of a, a switch it is from how bad of a season he had, it's got to be Morgan Riley just for how long he's been on the team too. And how many losses he's been a part of to just really put that all behind him and, and dig in and have, we, we, we have to admit, I, I think I'm pretty sure everybody wrote him off. I, I like all of us on the show. I don't think there's Matthews one person who guys. didn't. Oh, yeah, for sure. At one point or another, yeah. Well, I was going to say Sammy, but I guess if you're saying like MVP, I, I want to say Sammy just because like it's the obvious choice for me. But when you when you play, you played pretty good. And pretty good is like, you know, who's that guy that's, that's pretty great good? Pick. He's like, you know, you caught him in the corner of your eye, like, ah, you keep doing that. My pretty good pick, though, is Shen. Like, you know, he's a fucking grinder, he's a killer. And, you know, he's. He made some dodo brain mistakes every now and then, but like that's what we expected of him. Like we wanted him to be a, you know, we wanted him to be a killer. Put Matt Maroon in check. Like, you know, it goes without saying if you play on the side of, uh, you know, not on that side of the law, you might, you know, might get caught. So, Banner. So you you saying Shen Darty, like. I cannot describe to you guys how much I love this guy. When the Leafs drafted him, he had just like I were I had in I had visions of him pummeling a player at the World Champ or the World Juniors. He was a Saskatchewan boy. He said all the right things. Like it was Wendell Clark 2.0 in my mind. And Wendell Clark was my like idol growing up. Like I loved Shen when we drafted him. It didn't work out. We got him back like this is like the culmination of every single relationship, every girlfriend who's ever dumped you. Like this is everything that has gone wrong in your life coming back twofold and saying, you know what? That wasn't you. That was me. You're a good guy. 
Like and, and this is everything being, coming back full circle. I I know I'm not making is any that sense not right like, now. Like, I don't know if you're saying Wendell Clark just because he was like Wendell Clark when you drafted him, or the fact that like is this not what happened with Wendell Clark? <laughs> like, S- S- yeah. Saskatchewan True. boys. There, uh, I made that connection because they were. But both I'm just saying Wendell came back too, right? Like Argu- arguably, uh, Shen has come back in a much more impactful way. It, it can't I don't be. Know. Again, I wasn't there to watch Wendell Clark the second time around. The Leafs have very a impactful bringing back players. Like it can't be understated how valuable he is on the defensive end because he is the only guy that draws fear into the other team. Like what he was doing to Maroon and every other player. If that was anybody else, Maroon would have been laughing at them. It would have been a joke almost. But with Shen, that actually gives him some legitimacy back there and a toughness that we haven't had in years. And it's it's a real thing. And then to see him come back from where he was, you know, highly touted draft pick. Like like Beener said, it's just it's such a good story. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of these guys should be really proud of themselves for how they've played. Even the ones that maybe sat out tonight or sat out at different games or were suspended 100%. for a few. I think everybody Look, Beaner, really showed Beaner. why they're sorry. here. I'm just, why sorry, they're sorry, John. I just want to say if if Wendell Clark was was Captain Crunch, yeah, then uh, I got to say that Luke Shen is Tony the Tiger because he's fucking great. <laughs> okay so my last question for you guys do you think that with this win sheldon keith and kyle dubas's jobs were saved yep dubas 100 percent. 100 percent uh dubas 100 percent. keith maybe we'll see what happens but yeah i'm gonna be silent i'm gonna be contrarian and i'm gonna say no because even if they lost they weren't fucking going anywhere anyways Oh, Honest to God, my thinking on Dubas. Realistically, if they lost, I could have seen them trading Matthews over getting rid of Dubas. As, as ridiculous as that sounds, I, I don't ever want to see that happen. I want to see him go down as the greatest Leaf ever, and that is saying something for people who know me and know how much I love this team and love the history of this team. But anything you could have asked for from Dubas, he has done. Keith. We can negotiate that, but yeah. Dubas comes in. He he works drafting first, and he's got to argue with Dinosaur Hunter and Dinosaur Lamorello to start his career to get players in that have skill. Like it was basically Brian Burke two with those guys. All they cared about was size and tenacity and whatever the hell other descriptive word you want to use. Like. They didn't care about skill because they didn't. And Dubis came in, he changed the culture, and he started from the ground up. He won with the Marlies. Like, as big of a history as this team has, the fact that the Marlies won a championship, that is huge. And he built from there and started up. Everybody wants to make fun of the Sioux Greyhounds, the fact that he has so many people there. Well, you know what? He had success with them. If you have success with a certain person or a certain city, franchise, whatever, you're going to want to continue that because it's familiar. And you know what? It works. When the team needed extra toughness this year, he went up and got it. Like this team has a con Smythe winner that we went and picked up at the deadline for next to nothing. 
Like, we went out and got Ryan O'Reilly, who led the St. Louis Blues. The only other team that has not, like, that has been around since 67 that hadn't won a cup up until that point. He led them to a cup championship. Mm. Like, he is a gamer. And to top it all (laughs) off, he absolutely hated playing in Buffalo. So it's just a win-win. Like, (laughs) I, I... as much as I, I've got a buddy who every single day he messages me and every Leafs loss, he messages, messages me. This team is garbage, blah, blah, blah. Like just the most negative person you could ever imagine because he he would rather have Mark Hunter and Lula Morello than Kyle Dubas. And I don't know if, <laughs> if, just he, if his mom didn't tell him that she loved him at night or what it was. But if you look at it, as as emotional as I am, I do try to stay as impartial as I can, which is very hard considering how much we have invested to this team. But he's done a very good job with building this roster. As much as he was gifted this roster, he also took it, got rid of the garbage around it, the garbage contracts, and made it better. Mm-hmm. Four, four down, 12 to go. Let's go. Oh, I was going to just add to Bean's point as well is that uh, um, he mentioned people are getting Dirty a little. Oh, he, well, he mentioned the Sioux Greyhounds, and I know people are getting a little kind of, you know, sick of it, right? But I think it's important to note that Dubas trusts his people, and his people trust him, and in that, I think people who aren't necessarily part of Dubas's circle of influence, like Sioux Greyhound players or anybody who's ever been on a team that Kyle Dubas has been around, I think when you see how well. He treats his people. You want to be part of that. And that's important, right? Because I think in this league, amongst all the major leagues of sports, yeah. uh, there's been a lack of trust between management, between agents, between um, players. You know, there's a lot of a lot of different variables based off of, you know, your economic situation in any league, right? Whether you're a, you know, a top tier player or just a, you know, a fourth line grinder. And I think that it's important to understand how, um, blessed we we are when we have a guy like Dubis who said he 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 holds a lot of respect with the people that have crossed his path, and because of that, that influence said goes towards people who you know they they see that and they're like you know what I want to play for a guy, uh, on a team for a guy like this. I'm more likely to take a, a cut or to take better team um, deals because better deals for the team because of this guy and how well he treats his people. Right. And then on top of that, uh, when we're saying, um, uh, I agree with, I agree with the beans perspective because of, I saw Kyle Dubas as our Masai Ujiri, but when, and when it comes to, to Keith, for me, he's more of like our Dwayne Casey. And so like when I see, when I see Keith, I definitely can see Keith moving at any point in time. Not, I know Keith is one of his people, you know, uh, for Dubas, but, there's a lot of great teams that could use a coach like Keith. I don't think I don't necessarily think that even if we win the season, we keep Keith just because I still think there's you can o- only room to improve. I-, I think maybe after this, this might be the this this might be the most that Keith can get out of this team. I I don't know. I, I think I think Dubas is the you know I also think Dubas is like Maj- Masai in the sense that he wouldn't you know get he wouldn't he wouldn't not get rid of Keith just because he likes him because it said if Keith wins, there's plenty of opportunities for him to make more money. In other places, right? Um, 
I know I feel like a hundred percent certain that we're keeping Dubis, but when it comes to Keefe, I, I I'm not entirely sure. He had a pretty I think <laughs> I think he's had a pretty rough season considering we don't always agree with his decision making skills. My last point on this is we're hundred percent gonna keep Dubis, I think. Like to Beater's point and to Darty's, what he's done with this roster is quite incredible the last couple of years. And I think his main goal is obviously going to keep Matthews. And I think a conversation between him and Matthews will dictate what happens with Keith, with Keith rather. Um, he's going to talk to the players and if they feel he's the guy for them, then I think he will stay. And if not, then I don't think he's afraid to let him go either. That's a really good point, especially with all the contracts that need to be negotiated this summer. Exactly. Those discussions could, yeah, that's a really good point I didn't think about. Is if Dubas asked them, you know, does the coach have anything to do with your decision? If they all say that, you know, we like being here, but maybe some of the decisions weren't great, then that could definitely influence it. They've um, hit Matthews franchise. Especially. Yeah, they've hit franchise territory where they have that type of right. And, and you see it a lot in the NBA and NFL as well. And I think that's going to ha- what happens with the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. If they want Keith to be the coach, he will be. And if they don't, then we're going to find someone else. But Dubas and the core group of this team is what's going to lead us forward after this. Yep, agreed. And I mean, the thing with Dubas, on top of what everybody said, is his ability to fix mistakes that he's made himself. I mean, we, he's not without his own errors, but it's his ability to move them for, you know, maybe it's a couple positions in the draft or turn Nick Ritchie yep. into Ilya Labushkin or whatever it is like there's always been an out for all of the the so-so decisions he's made Beaner you had your uh, your finger up I like when, when it comes to Dubas and some of the stuff that he's been able to do like you were just saying like he brings Miko Lettinen over right he can he has the ability to bring these players and talk them into coming over for a chance at playing on the Leafs and he, I'm not in the room, I don't know, but with how everything has worked out, he basically promises them, like, hey, if you don't make this roster, we will find you a team that will. Like, yeah, that, he, that's a great point. He does right by everybody. And as much as people would want to complain about something like that, this isn't the 70s. You have to care about what people think. Like, there's only a handful of players in the league who would have the ability, like what Sully was saying, to say, you know what, no, I don't think he should be our coach anymore. And we happen to have like three of them on our team. Yeah. Yeah. Like this and is free a, agents give a shit about that. It, it, exactly. Like Matthews is young. He has every right to be concerned and to be thinking about who is basically going to be directing this team for the majority of his prime years so no matter what anybody says well the player can't say that about the team screw that this isn't friggin wade like like this isn't a, a, a plug like this isn't jason allison this isn't he's a top three player in the league right he he has every right to have an influence over that, and I just I don't think Dubis is going anywhere. As much as I hate some of the decisions that have happened, I'm still not going to name names. I don't really think Keith is going anywhere because he does seem to have 
the ear of a lot of these players. Even if you look at how I they agree. responded this year over like compared to last year, it's completely different. Like, look at the maturity in Marner since Keith has been there. Oh yeah. Like this team has made some drastic improvements and they're all growing together. And I truly do believe that you don't have to have been there and done that to be a good coach. Like Gretzky was a horrible coach, but he was a hell of a hockey player. Keefe wasn't that great of a hockey player, but he's proving to be a better coach than Gretzky. Like, there's, there's ebbs and flows to everything, and I just, I'm happy, I'm ecstatic, we're full of emotions, I'm like six beers in, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, round two, baby, we don't inside, even know when it's going to happen. Inside yet. all of us, there's a little bit we'll of the fuck out of it. <laughs> On this day. Oh. On this day in 1978. Landon McDonald scores the game seven overtime winning goal to eliminate the mighty New York Islanders and send the Leafs to the second round. Mikey D, right? And a little quick shout out to our <laughs> fan, Mikey, who's he lost his pop in October and he keeps saying how his father's watching over us. So this one was for him. Oh yeah, man, and and Mike, who was fortunate enough to uh to win some tickets to the game and go through a whole roundabout thing to get there, and uh, just mm-hmm. really happy for. Uh, Wait, so is this Mike the fanatic, or is this Mike to, the fanatic? See the game and. All right, I thought fanatic, we were talking about Mikey you know? D. Shout out, yeah, all right. 100%. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> too many Mike's and yeah. there's always too many Mikes. Yeah, Mikes and Daves and Tims and Phils. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, no. <laughs> Justin's. Yeah, Andrews. All right, boys. <laughs> So uh, Leafs moving on, Dallas moving on, uh, Vegas moving on, and Carolina moving Is on. neck snapped or something? Oh, and shout out to Cogliano. Get better, buddy. That's nasty. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Everly Just the hard work like out for next season kind of deal. Fracture like, vertebrae. Geez. Hate to see it. Like, Jesus. Yeah, two-minute. I don't know, man. Two-minute minor. That's... No suspension. Just and I like Everlay too, but fuck. Yeah, yeah, just a bad hit. Bad look. A, a, a reckless hit. He wasn't going to injure. So does he get reckless. games for that after? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You think like after the fact they're gonna the give him a couple games or no? Somebody that hits people all the time knows how to do it. Probably no. Not. It would have happened already. Yeah, it would have been called today for a hearing. Anyway. On a positive note, Leafs are going to the second round. We'll be back uh, once we find isn't out. It, who isn't it crazy? This time last it. year, we would not cool. be back. Cool. Let's have a good, healthy cool. game tomorrow, boys. Yeah. Yeah. We'd see and you in season th- three. This time, <laughs> this time last yeah. year, Roscoe was sneaking away from work. To I was try just going to say, yeah. To try Me to and Roscoe together. We went to my apartment. Oh no! I remember I was when they actually lost. I was walking around the hallways Steph of the school, and I were crying. like on my headphones. I was with you. We were working. Let's go. Bye.
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, yeah, Apple right Podcasts, Audible, and off. more. <laughs> that was the fucking Wild West, but I loved it. It's only one game. It's only one game. It is only one Let's game. go! Let's Fuck Montreal! Go! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <Stubbernack>. <laughs> Oh, it's fuck Montreal! <laughs> é, se